You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Ladies and gentlemen and ladies, welcome to another episode of Dishes and Dimes. I'm your host today, Noor, and I'm joined by Katie. Katie, how are you? I'm good. I'm cold, but I'm good. (laughs) Get me started with Canadian winters and their bipolarness. Today especially has been a bipolar day in Toronto. I think I've seen, I saw a rainbow, rain, (laughs) hail, um, blue sky for a little bit. Uh, now, just like where I am, it's just like one side of my house is like pitch black and I could look out the back window and it's like bright and sunny. It's very confusing. It's so weird. I actually am in the same position. I can see this, the sunset a little bit, like it's getting to that point, but I can, I can also see the snow falling and there's really dark clouds around me, like very dark clouds. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's strange. It's very, and actually we had our lights go out. Oh, for a that's good spooky. half hour, yeah. I mean, yeah, very on brand for this weekend. <laughs> what a time yeah. to be alive! But yeah, just the last little bit of energy from that blue full moon <laughs> on Halloween getting out into the universe. I guess they're like the Halloween weekend is not over yet, nor just pack mm-hmm. it up, pack it up. All right, how was your weekend? Did you get to, did you get up to anything, or were you a good civil obedient citizen? Yeah, I was obedient, but I also just like, I didn't have anything to do. Um, yeah. I it, it, I felt, I've been feeling kind of low energy. I don't know if it's like the time change, which I feel like such a baby, <laughs> like feeling, but it kind of threw me off today more than I anticipated. Um, last night, though, Dylan and I went for a walk, like around our neighborhood, like around early mm. trick-or-treating time. And we did see kids out. I saw like this skeletal dinosaur running down the street after like a mini buzz light year i thought that was pretty People funny so creative um, that's amazing yeah no there were some pretty good costumes but no i didn't i didn't do anything um watched the grudge last night oh it, my god it holds up still pretty scary gotta say <laughs> what about you uh i didn't watch the grudge thankfully <laughs> <laughs> i can't bring myself to do that i'm gonna have to wear a diaper watching that movie <laughs> literally um but nothing really i just i've had school so just been doing schoolwork um and just trying to be a good citizen and staying inside without with all the fomo happening around me there's still i've still seen a lot of like parties and little things happening on insta and it's like come on guys like let's just let's stay at home it's it's one year of halloween you can miss it for one year it's not that big of a deal um especially because uh where i live like brampton i believe they 
they predicted today, not predicted actually, they, they um, released the info today that uh, our area actually has a 9.5 or something like that positivity rate when it comes to corona. Oh, shoot. Which is insane. So pretty much what they're saying is kind of like anyone who comes in and tests positive, they have corona. So it's kind of just like we have to be more uh, careful with what we're doing and just stay indoors. And like you said, it's I believe it's like a mix of winter setting in and then the seasonal depression mixed with the pandemic <laughs> depression mixed with everything else is just creeping up slowly. Um, but yeah, just trying to keep it going. And I guess uh, if basketball is back as soon as December, then that's something to look forward to. Maybe not for the players, but... Yeah, I'm kind of like, I mean, on the on the pandemic note, Halloween note, and the basketball note, <laughs> I saw a lot of players, like, getting dressed up and, like, going to parties last night. Like, maybe some of these parties were just with close friends, and, like, they weren't all out. But, like, a part of me was like, well, with the season coming back that soon, with what's going on in the States, just, like, cases mm-hmm. going up, and then, like, people going out, I was like, is it, like, are players just gonna get it and I also feel like it's very soon from what the league initially said which was something like you know they look at January Mm -hmm. as an option to return and now it's like targeting before Christmas I mean I know it it seems a little bit motivated by uh, money uh, and it seems motivated by this understanding that like if they're gonna go ahead is it gonna be like the NFL and and the MLB which is like they anticipate that they'll have pauses in the season because of positive tests so are they just like trying to give themselves a longer runway but none of it really feels that good to me right no i i kind of get exactly where you're coming from i think lord voldemort sorry adam silver (laughs) just sees like the money sign emoji in his eyes when he thinks of christmas and he's like nope i gotta i gotta get my christmas payday i have to have my christmas payday clippers versus lakers um which was just insane to me it's kind of like these players, they have, what, like, two months off? I guess uh-huh. for Lakers in Miami, right? They pretty much just have um, two months off. Um, and I, you can make the argument that, yeah, there's a lot of players who haven't been able to play for a long time. But it's it's crazy to, to just think and assume, like, where how is this turnaround going to be effective? And how can they make sure that it's corona-friendly? And just you're keeping sure, making sure that your um, athletes are safe and everything else too because i'm not sure if they would have a bubble or is that going to be a traveling thing or our family is going to be involved and as you said if it's not a bubble then and as the players have been acting outside of the bubble and just being home and everything like i gotta say celebs are not handling this corona better at all like they suck at this (laughs) they are so bad truly suck at this um like base i mean basketball celebs uh, regular celebs. I mean, Kim Kardashian, Kardashian Island. On we're looking at you. Island. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kyle Kuzma, LeBron James, um, crying about the parade. Oh, don't even get me started. We see you too. So it's just like the rest of us are just out here trying our best. And it doesn't help to see celebrities just kind of, I don't know, complaining at all or just being like, just I mean, who's to say, if we didn't have millions of dollars, we wouldn't fly our friends and family to yeah. an island. I just hope I wouldn't, like, make it as widely publicized if I did something like that. I, w- I did not understand why she thought that she had to post that. I was like, Kimberly, like, why are you? This is inspirational? Yeah. 
<laughs> or do you do you know that you're gonna get bad press like is that what you're looking for but kimberly yeah. come on and then after um lebron's tweet too and he's like yeah we gotta go out and we have to have a joint parade with uh, the dodgers and you know what just wear your mask we gotta be safe and it's like lebron james do you know who you are do you know what your platform is? Do you know who's listening to you talk and what people and how easily um, people just need someone to tell them what to do and they're just going to follow through with it? It's it's uh, it's mind blowing. And it's not just like LeBron and Kuzma. I, I saw a lot of the Lakers doing the same thing. And Danny Green was doing the same thing. Jerry oh, Dudley no, who pl- plays like two minutes a game apparently wants a parade. <laughs> like, why do you want something that badly, Jerry? You didn't work for it. But... It's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know, it's completely mind-blowing. Um, and I wish that they were better at it. I do gotta say, I saw Norm's story the other day, and uh, he, I guess they were showing, like, his, his sister a birthday, a bridal shower, not birthday, sorry, a um, baby shower. And mm-hmm. it was very, like, Harry Potter-themed and everything, and everyone in the photos had their masks on. It seemed very family-friendly. And I was like, who would have thought that of all the people, it's Norman Powell who's like, following the rules and making sure that everyone's good. Um, and hopefully now the Raptors fans who wants to trade him are like, you know what, we can keep him because Terrence Davis is not going to be with us anymore. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that note, I do want to also give a shout out to Chris Boucher, who also had a shaming. I saw him like a shaming um, people for partying on Halloween posts. So, you know, it's good that we got two two good guys who are just like, you know, like we are trying their best. Also calling people out. Mm -hmm. It's good. And it's our Canadian boy, too. Exactly. Thanks, BJ. Exactly. He knows. But yeah, we should. Let's talk about the, the, like the Terrence Davis situation. Um, we have the two really good guys who are putting up the perfect persona. And then on the other hand, we have Terrence Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For those of you who don't know, pretty much, I think, I believe this was Friday evening or Thursday evening. I'm not really, sh- I can't really remember the date quite well, but it was a couple of days ago. Um, time is just mel- like melting away. Um, time is not a concept in 2020. We don't look at time or anything. We just go with what we, we just go with what we feel. It's all about vibes. Mid, mid last week, I think. Yeah, a couple of days ago, whenever. I believe it was at night, though. That's when he was arrested. Um, Terrence yeah. was arrested in Manhattan for, on, and he was uh, arrested on, I believe, seven charges of mm-hmm. um, domestic abuse, um, child negligence, a bunch of other things that just pertain to abuse and um, hurting another person because, uh, according to the reports, he beat his girlfriend a couple times. It wasn't just like a slap. It was repeated punches to her face and as she was holding um as he was doing this what we assume is that she was holding their child who was apparently less i believe 15 months or less than 15 months old mm-hmm. um and as he was obviously beating her um he fell to the ground so he's not only facing charges when it pertains to her he's also facing charges when it pertains to um child endanger- endangerment and everything like that as well so um it's kind of been a it was obviously a big day on Twitter and everyone was um, everyone had an opinion about this. But from what I saw and um, very quite like, very thankfully, and I was really appreciative to see this. I saw a lot of people were just like, you know what, this is it like there's you can't come back from this. This is something that um, it's, it's hard to look past a player who does something like this. And especially when this player is part of an organization that um, grounds themselves on being moral and valued and just being high virtuous in every single way. Um, so it's, 
we're not really sure what Terrence Davis's uh, future was going to look like for Toronto, but they did release a statement a couple, I believe a day ago or two days ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure how I felt about it. It was very, it was very vague. I believe it was, it was like a couple sentences, three or four sentences. Um, and they pretty much just said that they're going to leave it up to the NBA to decide what's going to happen. And, um, just deal with the investigation as it goes on. Um, now, I don't really have a lot of knowledge about how the NBA deals with um, legal matters, but my understanding is that the Raptors can't act on anything until the NBA concludes their investigation. Would that be true, Katie? Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I found the statement. Um, it is, as you said, like a pretty non-statement as far as these things go. Um a section of it says incidents of this kind are addressed and managed by the league through the joint NBA and BPA policy on domestic violence, sexual assault, and child abuse. The Toronto Raptors take these issues very seriously, and we will fully cooperate and support the league in its investigation of this matter as we continue to determine the appropriate next steps for our team. So this, I was kind of, one, when I when there was a delay for this coming out, I was a little bit like, I don't Mm -hmm. really understand why they couldn't have made this statement immediately after, um, say, the day that the reports were out or maybe a day after if they wanted some time to touch base with Davis or Davis's agents um, or even the league if the league was launching its investigation. But otherwise, there was no reason for them to wait. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's also not very directive or, you know, it's like pretty much a blanket statement. It doesn't say anything about I mean, it just says, you know, they they take these kinds of claims very seriously, which, of course, you would expect them to say. <laughs> but otherwise, we haven't really heard anything from them or from the leadership of that te- of the team. So I don't really like this. And a part of me, I don't want to I don't want to pass judgment yet. But a part of me does feel a little bit trepidatious because of statements like this in the past that have come out when there have been instances of violence or accusations on teams. The, the most recent one I can think of is um, the Luke Walton Mm-hmm. sexual assault allegations it was something similar it was like a, a charge was leveled against him in the summer um the league took over the investigation and the team was subsequently kind of able to basically sidestep because what ended up happening was the league said you know it came back it was like we haven't our investigation is complete we haven't found anything and then the team didn't really have to make another statement again and so i would hope something like that doesn't happen with this and that this enables the Raptors to basically like, should the league come back and say, this is what we found. If it's something, if it's nothing, it mm-hmm. makes it so the Raptors don't have to actually come out and respond or act on this, which I would actually hate to see because nor, as you said, like, and I saw the same thing and I was pretty heartened by it. Most fans, most like Toronto media I follow were just like, there is no coming back from this. Mm-hmm. Like there's no excuse. You've got to cut this guy. Yep. I mean, you can't really use excuses of him being young. You know, I saw I saw a couple of people saying that you have to wait till everything concludes. You have to wait until um, everything is out in the clear. He's 23 years old. He's young. You know, people make mistakes, whatever. Um, at 23, you can, you know, cheat on a test. Um, you can, I don't know, you can take your parents' car and sneak out for a little bit. But I don't. I think that's a mistake, but... Mm-hmm beating someone and have the, having that be a woman who obviously cannot defend herself the way that a man can. And also adding additionally to the fact that she also was holding their child, um, that this kind of situation, it's, 
it's very I, be, I, be, I think it's very black and white you can't mm-hmm. really put a rainbow on it you can't you can't put ifs ands and buts it's very cut and clear what you should do um and unfortunately it sucks to say but terence's past has been kind of sketchy as well with the raptors um when the whole thing happened with the mask for those of you who don't know when they were first in the bubble um terence was like the only one there and somehow it got toronto the the coverage that we never really want the way that we want it um he cut his he cut he cut the nose part of his mask so that um he was i guess he was breathing out of it and everybody else could see it and he got a lot of backlash for that um and he's also been accused of sharing very um non-proven um conspiracy theories to his instagram and just uh not really being careful and responsible with the platform that he has and understanding Mm -hmm. what that comes with so i think going forward like they kind of have given him their um you know to his his chances they've said you know what you you had your mass situation you've shared all these things but i think this should have been the third and last straw and this is something that you like you said you just you can't come back from How, how imagine he comes back on the team and as fans how are we supposed to feel watching him play I would mm-hmm. I would not feel comfortable cheering him on. I'm not sure how how others feel. Maybe it's something that you kind of get over, sweep under the rug. But because it's so out there and it's so apparent, and there's no basketball going on, so all you hear is just these. Um, you just hear the lives of these players, and I think that's just created a kind of. Um, um, a cloud over people's head about when it comes to Terrence. So, and like you said, their statement didn't meant nothing, absolutely nothing. It was just a template that they like a draft template that they pretty much had that they released. And it's like, why did you wait that long to release this? This could have been you know typed up in two seconds, the second that something like that happened, or the second that the situation had been publicized for everybody else. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. And I is he in jail currently? I'm not sure. I doubt it. Um, I don't know. Maybe if he's like he was being held, but I don't think because he was arrested in New York. Right. I don't know like what the specificities of like state law are there. Um, my sense is he, if he was, he probably isn't anymore. Released. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the thing about this is like I would also be so, you know, if you said, how do you kind of move on from this? I think as a fan and then someone who covers the team if the Raptors chose to keep him, um, I, it would really make me feel it very, very different um, about how the team operates, to be totally honest. Like it would leave way more than a, just a bad taste in my mouth because I think something like this, like a lot of people I saw talking about the Kay Felder incident, but if people aren't familiar, he was mm-hmm. a Raptors 905 player who um, was witnessed punching his girlfriend in the face and he was cut basically like, the next day or the day after that, like very, very quickly by the yeah. organization. But something like that, I think, you know, you weigh the quote unquote value of a player like that to the organization and it's much different. Right. Um, exactly. It's like pretty cut and dry, like in, as far as letting him go versus like what Davis means to the organization. And I hate, like, I think it's pretty callous to even look at it like that, yeah. but I'm just looking at it like that for the sake of this argument. But I think this would be the first time that the Raptors really have to kind of level with themselves and, you know, put their money where their mouth is in terms of making statements of like, you know, we're a zero tolerance team. We don't put up with things like this. It's like, we actually haven't seen them have to act on something like that before in like as difficult or perhaps like a complicated situation as this, which again, I don't think is very complicated at all. 
No, and I don't think you all. do either. No, no. <laughs> but like, we like I'm. I will really want and need to see them act on the things that they say. Absolutely. Like you said, they have to put their money where their mouth is. This is a team, an organization, actually, that prides itself on um, its its morals, its values, um, you know, everything that it walks on, its progressiveness and everything else. Mm-hmm. So if if that's what you truly believe, um, and it sucks because I don't I think history wise, like we we haven't really seen that happen with the Raptors. You do mm-hmm. hear a lot about, you know, how great of an organization it is, how great they are with other people, how tightly wound it is. But when it comes to actually um, following through with what the promises that you're making, we haven't really seen that. Um, I forget who it was in 2016 who was also charged. Um, I, I cannot believe what happened with them. Do you remember, Katie? I believe they were with the Raptors as well. I forget who it was. I, gotta search I mean, up. I'm thinking of previous players like James Johnson yes. had assault, had active charges. I know Jared Sollinger, when he was signed, also had active charges. And I think like this also sucks to say, but at the time, I think they got away with signing those guys because this wasn't such a like an issue at the forefront. It was for people who care about it. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, that also shouldn't be what dictates a business from like doing the right thing is because they know they're going to, you know, get called out if they don't. Absolutely. And it's going to look really bad for them if they don't. But I think with those two players, like James Johnson is still in the league and like, he, it's very easy to find. I'm always surprised when people don't know about those things because it's not hidden. Like it's not, yeah. you know, it's really easy to, to find and like see these charges and like you type his name and the rest pops up. Like that's all you need. Yeah, exactly. So um, they were able, I think, to kind of just like slip around having to deal with that, just given the timing um, and attention. Basically, basically no one even calling attention to it at the time. And they're not going to be able to do that this time with Terrence Davis. Absolutely. not. And I think they're kind of on um, what at least from from my perspective and at my end, um, they're kind of on thin ice. Um, not that I, I, you know, the whole thing with Adrian Griffin, the situation that happened there. Um, for those of you, again, who don't know, Adrian Griffin, Griffin is an assistant coach with the Raptors and um, his ex-wife was on social media and she was um, accusing him of probably the most terrible accusations I've ever seen in my life. Um, it was just gross the stuff that um she had said that he had done to her mm-hmm. and when once it first came out I, I think everyone was just on her side and we we were like yes we believe you um you know the raptors have to cut adrian griffin but then afterwards news came out that and then not only news but his um his own kids came out and they said that they support him and um their mother is um not necessarily i guess maybe lying or not telling the the full truth or whatever it was so the raptors had to kind of give that up and um let this investigation get handled in a third party way mm-hmm. um but i but i think that could have been handled a lot better as well given i understand completely given the factors you know that it was completely different there's it's accusations it's not anything real um you know the mom is coming out saying this but the kids are saying something differently yes that makes sense a little bit more colorful than it's supposed to be black and white but in contrast to the trans terrence davis situation that's completely black and white to me um mm-hmm. that is just you know you have to let that guy go i can't see a future with him like on this team at all. And I'm not sure if they're, if they're so quiet right now because they're shopping him. Um, They're trying to see where they can trade for him and what we can get back. Um, But at the same time, I'm like, 
are there teams who would want someone like that on their team? Since yeah, it, probably. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> I You're mean, right. the, the Griffin stuff is like that's tough because I think, as you said, his kids came out in defense of him, but we still, as like observers outside of the situation, like the team. You know, we don't know. And it's not to say that I'm like on one side or another. I still think, as you said, like that could have been handled a little bit better. If mm-hmm. anything, it made me a little bit like, huh, like it didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Maybe it still doesn't how it was how it was handled. Um, there's obviously a lot of probably internal information we don't know about as people uh, just that are observers to that situation. I mean, my stance is always like going to be to believe women mm-hmm. Um Absolutely. Like, I know that's what people were saying. Well, like, you know, these are just allegations. It's like, well, I mean, like at this point, are they like, I don't <laughs> like, I, mean, I think Terrence when, was when arrested got, like, point blank. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like when you've been arrested, what it's like seven counts against yeah. you, I think like you got to sometimes just take that at face value. And I know it can be difficult for people. Like you're a fan of the guy. I was a fan of the guy mm-hmm. too. Um, and like you can be a bit upset at the loss of potential and like what this means for him, but then you kind of got to let that stuff go. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's about being human. Like it's just, just about is this? I don't know. I think I probably look at this the completely wrong way, but I look at the team and I go, oh, these are the guys that I would love to hang out with one day because it just seems so much <laughs> fun. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's my future best friends. And then now I'm like. You know, you wouldn't want to be around someone like that. You wouldn't want to cheer for someone like that. You don't want to, you don't want someone like that on your team, point blank, period, period. Just because it's, as a woman, that's offensive to me that, you know, you're keeping someone on, um, especially now in times that, you know, before whatever you, the Raptors tried to hide stuff under the rug, as terrible as that, it's it's horrible, but um, I guess we just didn't have the the movements that we do now. But because of these movements, I feel like we're even more empowered and there's so much more spotlight at organizations like the Raptors to do the right thing. And if they choose not to, and if they choose to keep him, I think this will, that will be a really sad day for all of the fans because I know for a fact myself, and I know a lot of other people on Raptors Twitter and just general fans in general, um, we pride ourselves on being fans for an organization that's so well run, that's such that takes care of its people, takes care of the community, is um, doing the right thing progressively. And to see them not put the money where their where their mouth is and to see them choose um, winning over the right thing. Um, that's going to be heartbreaking. That's going to be really hard to watch. So I think I'm not really sure how this is going to unfold or what's the timeline for this to unfold. But um, uh, I, I do think as Raptor fans, we're keeping a very close eye on the Raptors just to see what they get up to. And like you said, I believe the media is going to be, um, well, I guess we're kind of including the media now, which is fantastic. We are. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> um, so I think, we would do a pretty good job of holding them accountable as well. Um, and I hope the Raptors know that. I hope they're aware that this is not something that would just get swept under the rug. Like we're going to keep our eye on it. And um, I don't know. I I just, I'm kind of, con- I kind of feel like they're, they're going to let him go, but I, I'm not prepared to deal with him coming back. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. I feel the exact same way. I mean, there's a lot of ways that this is a little bit easier for them. We're going into the draft. We're going into free agency. Like if other teams are wanting to like, if they're wanting to shop him, that does make it a little bit easier. And I don't like that either because it's like, 
then you then I would be wondering like would they have done this if they, if it was like midseason right uh, if we were like in the in the playoffs or something like that I, that's like a kind of a murky road to let your head go down but like I can't help it like I do like to look at things basically when you're when you when you kind of like see all the reasons and the framing of why what's going to like um, inform their decision. You, it, it is good to think critically like that because at the end of the day, they're a business. They're a team that we love, but they're a business. So they're going to try and do the best thing for them with the best return. It's just like the ultimate hope is that for something like this, this is not, it isn't a business decision because it involves like the livelihood of people. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's not just, it's bad enough that it's a woman. It's bad enough that he beat a woman and he did it in the presence of his child, you know, while yeah. she's holding the child. So he endangered the child's safety as well. There's, I don't know. I can't come back from that. I, I think that's just, um, that's someone who needs to work on himself, not someone who needs to play basketball currently. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. Like full stop. Like basketball is your career, but it's also like a privileged career to be in. Um, you have to work really hard to maintain it, especially at the level that he's at. And like, you know, your actions, absolutely. Like your person at that level, your personal actions in your personal life do affect your career. And absolutely. that's something you just like, you should understand if you're a competitor at that point. And they should, they should affect you. They should, Yes. we should be able to take your platform away, do whatever, because that's the kind of normality that should not be seen nowadays. Um, it yes. sucks that we had that normal however long ago, but nowadays there should be no room for it anywhere. It sh- I feel like the Raptors should have just cut, you know, point blank cut him the second that those things, those allegations came out or at, or at least whenever, when he got charged and his charges got laid and they, they came out. Um, but I guess we will see what happens. Um, it's we're not watching, up to us. We're watching them. <laughs> we got our eyes on you like a hawk, Raptors. We're watching you. But I guess that was the uh, the heartfelt, the sad part of this pod. Now we can kind of go into Halloween and how... Yeah, we can bring it up a little bit. Yeah, we can bring it up a teeny bit. <laughs> now we can go into Halloween. Katie, it looks like you saw Tim Hardaway Jr.'s um, Bug Garfield costume. Oh, that's a typo. Um, big. <laughs> Whoops. Big. Um, big. Yeah, I was curious if you had seen any good Halloween costumes. I mean, I saw some, I think like um, Lonnie Walker was the Joker and frankly, like I'm over Joker. I don't need to see another Joker costume <laughs> that's for like, so redundant. like come on, a few creative. decades. Yeah. Like I think it was last year or maybe the year before, whenever the movie came out. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Like every other player was the Joker. Um, oh, and it was yeah. scary to see. And also, like, I don't you don't need to see that many jokers. It was a, also wasn't a good movie. But um, <laughs> to go against all of that at the opposite end of the spectrum, Tim Hardaway Jr. just dressed up in this big plush. And he's huge. Like, he's an <laughs> yeah, extremely he's tall and large man. So picture the size of this costume. But it was a big plush orange Garfield costume and it had feet like cat feet and cat hands oh my god and like a little mask that he wore on his head but like his face had a cut out so his face was, how did I not see this Kitty you have visible. to pull this picture afterwards actually I'll For try and, I'll send it to you now um okay perfect if I'll anyone is wants to, I, I posted it on the basketball feelings uh Instagram oh perfect we'll go retweet that too yeah but 
It's just, and I don't, it's not clear to me that he is um, like at a party. He might just be at his house and like had a friend take this because he's just kind of sitting on the arm of a chair, really reclining. There's no drinks around. Like it's (laughs) not that he's like, he just could just be at home wearing this, which I really appreciated more from what we were saying earlier. Just like trying our best right now. It's Halloween. He's still dressed up, but like. Maybe he's he didn't just really like, go I anywhere. To get Maybe my that's fit fine. Off for Instagram, that's all he yeah. needed to do. He, took he it did right it off. for the gram. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think I saw any other players. To be honest, I don't think I've seen much. I just saw, um, like I said, Norman Powell. His um, he, I guess, he threw a huge baby shower at his place. Like not a huge people wise, but just a really nice baby shower. If you guys haven't seen it, I'm not sure if it's still on his story, um, but that's where I saw it and. He was dressed up as like a character in Harry Potter and he had like all these other people around him that were also dressed up and they had all the Harry Potter decorations. So um, that I really liked. That was really cute. But that besides, was super cute. Yeah, he's so nice. Don't don't go away, Norm. You can, you can stay here now. All you traders who were putting him on the trading block and making up fun scenarios, relax. Your privileges are revoked now. Um, and then besides that, yeah, I don't think I saw anybody else. Um, but speaking of uh, people dressing up, I believe they've released the new jerseys and um, <laughs> some of the leaks as well, right? Yeah, there have been as many leaks as like it's hard. To, it, it's like hard to keep track of like what's what's a, real official <laughs> release, yeah, and like what's a leak. Because um, in past seasons, it seems like stuff that is leaked. It always isn't. It's like a sketchy cell phone picture. Some for some reason, like the quality of the jersey never looks that great. So it's like <laughs> this looks like a ripoff. But then, like lo and behold, a month or two later, it's, it's released officially. Yeah. So I don't know if we should like take full like our grain of salt with like what some of these are released. The Raptors have like an alternate that was released. Right. I think the Raptors looked very similar to the one that they released earlier. But I I also wonder, like, do you think that they have these quote unquote leaks so that they can get a consensus of how the fans feel? But like, then why are they taking like, honestly, we're looking at this Raptors photo for the Raptors jersey. It looks like it was just taken on someone's like crummy um, tablecloth, like grandmother's tablecloth. And like, and they all look like that. They're all just kind of laid out on like very weird <laughs> fabric in someone's home with very bright, strange yeah. flashlighting. It looks so, bootleg. <laughs> they look like bootlegs. They do. Absolutely. They look like you can get them from that. Uh, oh shit! What's Pacific Mall? They don't look. Yeah, like- that's exactly it. It looks like Pacific <laughs> Mall legs. Um, but these are the ones that in, they do come out in like a few months. It's like these are what the players are going to be wearing. So I, I guess like whoever's bootlegging maybe the bootlegger just has like a really uh, terrible setup inside source <laughs> or oh, and a terrible setup <laughs> hit us up we'll let you know how aesthetic works dude i'm not sure what your name is but this yeah you're right this is it legit looks like it's like his grandma's uh table throw that he put mm-hmm. it over but mm-hmm. the san antonio jerseys look really nice i like those yeah, I like the San Antonio ones. They've got kind of like a colorful. It it reminds me of when there there was All Star in San Antonio, and they yes. had those like jackets with the like cactuses. Yep, that looks them. it looks very similar to that. It also looks very a little bit more a little bit like um the, the Suns jersey. Yes, it did also remind me of those right? Suns. I like the Suns one, the Valley jerseys, but yeah, I do too. Um, it kind of it kind of looks the same. <laughs> it did honestly it does. Can you talk about? the next jersey if 
if I'm a Knicks fan, that's my last straw. Like that's it. I, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm, but I'm I don't flying hate away. It. <laughs> I'm going to the West Coast. I hate the I hate the bands at the side. Um, but Do you like? I it? can't say that I hate what they tried in the front <laughs> with just this like circular city never sleeps New York Knicks circular riding around the number. I don't hate that. Really? It looks like a yeah. wheel. It does look like a wheel. <laughs> I hate it so much. City never sleeps. New York, New York Knicks. Oh, someone wrote, what's the inspiration here? Is it a New York City sewer cover? And that <laughs> makes me feel worse for this jersey. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, I see it. I can, I can see it. Maybe it's the it's the, the very bold black that's just like, it takes away from everything else. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it could be. It could the Knicks be. need to burn I, that. It can't be released. I have to say to Lakers, the Lakers have a jersey. It's like white with like baby blue lettering. Um, this Lakers jersey, and I think like the doubt. I I don't know. I haven't even seen this again. I I saw it fleetingly. I was like, did I imagine that? But I think <laughs> I saw a Rockets leak where it was kind of that old school from the '90s where they had the pinstripes and the rocket, and it was also baby blue. But I was a little bit. I hope this isn't lost on our American listeners, but I was like, these look like stitches. These look like things that you would buy at Stitches. <laughs> if you don't, please Google it so you can get the reference. <laughs> it's the perfect joke. It makes so much sense. Or like South, you know, like South Pole. Do you remember like South Pole? Taxis? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I feel like they were like a South Pole, like <laughs> partner jersey. <laughs> That's so crazy. I know uh, Blakers had one really nice one. I'm not sure if they have it now or not, but I saw Halsey wearing one. She's like, okay, I guess their number one fan. Um, and she mm-hmm. posted a picture of her in like in the it's very monochromatic white. And it's just it's like a Lakers jersey and looks so good. And I was like, you know, it's not that hard to design, I guess. But um I mean- Apparently it is. Yeah, apparently it is. Well, I guess they also get a lot of guidelines they have to follow and they can't really go over certain things. Um, But then again, I'm not sure if you saw, I'm sure actually you're seeing it right now, the Toronto Raptor City Edition. It looks the exact same. The gold and black one? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does look the same. Though I think, did it used to say Toronto across the front? Yeah, I actually have one. Where is mine? Oh. Um, all that's missing literally is that line. Um, and the 43 is just to the right. It's not centered. And the gold in the, in the, in between is gold's not black. Um, but yeah, that's the only thing that's missing. They didn't do anything. The font's the same. The colors of the scheme is the same. So this seems like it might be not correct then because i also would say because it says welcome toronto down towards the end and like oh, i right. feel like if they're gonna release a different alternate one they might change the name because welcome toronto was this year's like drake knight alternate jerseys mm-hmm. like ovo jerseys and if this one looks so close to that why release a different one um, anyway because they just want to fill their pockets and people will buy it anyway it's like the new That's iphones true. You have the same <laughs> software, but you're gonna get the new phone for the look, regardless. It's it blows yeah, it comes in a different color. Yeah, yeah. It honestly blows my mind because I'm like, you know, your 4s has the same system as the new 12. All you're mm-hmm. paying for is a better camera. But you know, I digress. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah. The other ones. There's there's like you saw the Blazers one. I like the Blazers. 
Oh yeah, the Blazers um, one is really nice. I like the Blazers too. They look pretty sweet. They mm-hmm. have this this cool. I don't know. Understand the like design. I'm not a designer, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know 100 what they were going for. But they've got this like red, light blue, dark blue, gold, and orange kind of line that looks like. I guess they're saying it looks like the mountains, mountainous Ooh. backdrop of Oregon. But it kind of goes down the corner from like the armpit to the end of the shorts. I think that's kind of a cool like continuity element. Um I like that too and they're incorporating their uh their county in it too. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm not a hundred percent sold on the Nets one. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Oh no no don't worry. Keep going. Oh no the um, Nets looks disgusting. I'm sorry. That's look yeah. that's gross. That looks Another- like it belongs in like what's that movie with um I always forget the movies. Spooky tunes? No. <laughs> That's not, that's not even a movie. I think, <laughs> I think you made that up. <laughs> I think I'm like putting two different words together. Um, the one with, yeah, it's not the same at all. The one with the Michael Jordan. Space Jam, Space Jam. Space Jam. Oh my God. <laughs> AKA Spooky Tunes. <laughs> that's the new name. That's what we're going by. Yeah, Spooky Tunes. Yeah, it's like a very cartoonish um jersey it also reminds me of like strange like i don't understand why on the front you've got like this fade in and out white like tiger striping kind of pattern i don't like that that but you've also have this shark tail on the end on the nets i know it's a throwback i know they're like hearkening back to these jerseys specifically from i think like late 90s early 2000s but they didn't they didn't quite land it no, they did not. And if they're going to put this much work into jerseys, like, can you put maybe 20% of that workload into your court? Mm-hmm. Your court is depressing. It's black and white. <laughs> like, do something to it. It on, like, it makes court me sad. looks like like a, a black and white film. Um, <laughs> it looks also like negative space. It's like a purgatory court. Like, when people yeah. are playing on it, I feel... First, I also feel like it mentally affects me. I get depressed watching it. That's what I'm saying. No one gets it. I'm like, this this court is depression personified. It is. And it just kind of feels like the players are moving around in like a Hades-esque mist. Like, I don't know. It's not ideal. It almost feels like you shouldn't, you're not allowed to cheer. Like you can't make any noise. You know what I mean? Like it's like a a basketball for prison or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like it just doesn't look good. Um. But, like, at that point, too, I guess we kind of still have to figure out where the Raptors are playing once the season starts back up. Oh, yeah, we, we should talk about this. I think, like, what is what was one of them? Um, there's, so, I guess they first were offered Louisville. Um, oh, Louisville, And they yes. turned that and down. somewhere in Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned that down due to how they handled the Breonna Taylor situation. Um, mm-hmm. And then I know Kansas City and Kansas City's mayor is, like, thirsting, like, salivating over the raptors is that the mayor who keeps posting all the weather and they're like it's this it's similar to the toronto weather yeah and and then he literally ends it off with we the north come on man you're not you're not we the north (laughs) and then patrick you're in the mid you're in the midwest you're in the dust bowl (laughs) we the dust bowl have you even been to Canada? And then Patrick <laughs> Mahomes tweeted that. I'm not sure where he lives. To be, I don't know anything about football. I'm sorry. Do oh, I. he's in Kansas. Never mind. Okay. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Makes complete sense. So he wants, Um, he he tweeted that he would like the Raptors to play there as well. Um, And I'm just sitting there like, is this the only time you guys pay attention to us? Like when you can have a team? What about any other time? But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess. 
I'm not sure when they decide when that when that news comes out. I guess they kind of have to wait for the official start of the date to move forward with, um, you know, making uh, settlements off of this course. But yeah, I'm not really sure. I, they, they did turn down Louisville, so I guess it's just stuck to Kansas City now. And I guess um, if they do go there, it would be more obviously it's not going to be Kansas City's Raptors. They're not going to go there afterwards, but um, maybe they're trying to see um, whether Kansas is ready for its own team and whether they can, um, um, is that, that's whether that's what they would like or what they prefer. So yeah, I guess we would find that out not now, but a little bit later. That's like a, that's a really good point. Like just in terms of how this decision gets made, is it like coming from the league or their suggestions of like, Hey, we were thinking of doing an expansion in this market somewhere down the road this is a good time to like, you know, mm-hmm. workshop that. Or if this is like some sad um, Olympic style where like, t- I hope it's not because that means like, are these the only two cities that like bid on the Raptors? <laughs> because that's pretty bleak. <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> no. Um, I hope And not. then I also saw someone say like, oh, they should play in Buffalo, which a part of me is also like, do I want them to play somewhere depressing? <laughs> and like cold or do I want them to play somewhere like lively and maybe like you know a change of scenery but then what if they like it more so no yeah no that's yeah. not we can't do that <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta think in every single way possible and it's like is that what they maybe that's best in there um for them but is that best for us and if it's not then it's a no if that's what yeah. it is buffalo is what it takes and that's what it takes but I also think we should just play in Detroit Detroit should just forfeit the whole season. Like, they're not going to get anything <laughs> oh, no. out of it. I'm sorry. Give oh, us the no. keys. That's not even Detroit's center. That's like Raptors 2.0. That's, that's our stadium. Um, and then just for fun, throw Blake Griffin in. Just for fun. <laughs> just to sweeten the deal. Just and also to, like, hurt Dwayne Casey a little more. <laughs> That's hard. Okay, he, that's he's going to, that would be the last straw for him. Like, we would be on his hit list after that. <laughs> Poor guy. I actually miss him. I feel so bad for him. I miss him too. Um, But that would suck because it's not like we can go there. You know, the borders are still closed. And I have to say, I want them to remain closed. So it might be better if the Raptors are not somewhere that fans typically drive to. That is true too. Are we allowed in the States? Like, can we hop over? No. No, right? Okay. Well, yeah, they would still might try. Like, if you have a reason, you have to be there, but then I don't think you should. And I also <laughs> think, yeah, I, I'm not like, that's been my feeling all along. I know that it's still closed for like day-to-day travel, but right. there are exceptions. But I also think going to see a Raptors game in Detroit, it's not unfortunately, worth it. probably wouldn't count as an exception, guys. Yeah, sorry, guys. I know um, um, that's kind of what I guess Toronto was deciding to, just to see whether or not um, they would... I guess open their borders for the games and stuff and have um, mm-hmm. teams and players like go fly in, fly out or travel in, travel out, whatever. Um, but when it comes to that, I would much rather than play in the States. Like I wouldn't want the borders open for anyone. Like I don't care who you are. You know, we've seen firsthand celebs can't handle pandemics. They can't handle anything that inconveniences their life. <laughs> so if they're coming across the border here, um, we, we're pretty bad as it is already with Corona. Sure, I guess we'll see how everything goes. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen and ladies, um, thank you for listening in today. This was the worst segue to closing. I'm really sorry. But- <laughs> I think it was pretty smooth. Whatever. <laughs>
Just don't grade me out of it. Don't expect anything else. Anytime I'm hosting, I always apologize first, just because I don't know what you're in for and you don't know what you're in for. <laughs> so it's just uh, God help both of us. Um, but thanks so much. We're sorry that this was a little bit of a sad thing in the beginning. But I also think this is a topic that needs to be discussed and needs to be just discussed in length just because um, uh, this is a sport that women love and if you really want to include women if you really want to be this entity that's progressive and that values itself and its morals and everything else then um uh you have to do the right decisions and you have to go through with um with just with doing with what's right and what's right on all accounts um mm-hmm. but this was so much fun thank you so much katie for joining thank you Thank you for, I was going to say thank you for having me, but it's just, it's just us. It's we're our just, podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's our, it's literally our podcast. We're doing the show. Thank you um, for writing in your name on the date to make sure that you would have to do it with me yep. today. <laughs> really appreciate the the camar- camaraderie. Um, of course. Anytime. But on that note, we will see you guys next week. Um, and then we will also see you on Tuesday for our live show. So don't forget. Tuesday, 7 p.m., we stream on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Literally, you cannot escape us. We made sure that you would have no excuses not to stream. (laughs) So you better stream. And uh, yes, we'll see you then. Hopefully, we have more basketball news, some stuff to talk about. Um, But that's up to the league, not up to us. So don't get mad at us. But have a great day. Stay Stay inside. Stay indoors. Stay away from Corona. And take care of yourselves. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.